Yes. Oh. Are we on? Welcome to church. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. You can get involved by going to our YouTube chat line, and uh, I can respond to your questions or comments. Thank you for tuning in. I absolutely appreciate it. And thank you all for coming. Lots of stuff to uh, talk about today. And I'm going to try to end on time like we did last week, even though I'm black. He black, but we're going to try. All right. Um, Smollett. You know about him, right? He has, he's been charged with 16 counts. Isn't that amazing? Of felonies, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, why do you think he did what he did? Me? Uh-huh. A lot of reasons. Give me some reasons. Well. Is this your, uh, your first time? It's my first time here. Oh, welcome. What's your first name? My name is Ashley. Ashley, welcome. What do you think, why do you think he did what he did? Well, uh, I think that he was trying to outrage um, the liberals and make them all hate white men. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he was trying to get attention. And well, he thought, I think he thought he was going to get away with it. Yeah. Amazing. I'm glad he did not get away with it. I'm very glad he yeah, didn't get away too. with it. And hopefully that was sent a message. That you can't get away with this stuff anymore. Because too many of the people have been getting away with it. Plus it's all ego, you know, he wanted they say he wanted to make more money. He's making like sixty five thousand dollars episode. <laughs> I would be happy with sixty five thousand. Yeah. <laughs> An episode, you know. Yeah. But I'm glad he did not get away with it. Yeah, me too. I wonder why did he think he would get away with it because there were two other guys involved, they say. And they I mean if you have a secret, you can't tell nobody because you tell one person, that person's going to tell somebody else. So he should have known they were going to tell someone else. He thought he would get away with it because that's what everybody wants to see right now. That's what they, the media would oh. eat it up and they would be happy to push that out there. You know? Yeah. I remember he was interviewed by this black lesbian. <laughs> and at the end, she said, what she say? Beautiful. He sat there and lied through the whole thing. Acting <laughs> beautiful. Uh, Isn't that amazing? Amazing. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> Any questions for me? Is this, is this your first time? Oh, I, I, if I had more time, I would have them. Maybe later. Okay, if you do, okay. let me know. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Um, I was told that some of you might be afraid to speak up. I don't believe it. But if you disagree with me, I'm fine with that. All right, speak up. That's how you learn how to deal with life. And uh, so don't hold back if you disagree. We just need orderly stuff, but as far as the disagreement, I'm totally fine. Did you have your hand, Mary? Okay. Is it about Smollett? Yes. Okay. Come with me. He's coming. Well, basically, I, I think it's just the Trump derangement syndrome, for one, and that he was egged on probably by people like that, 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 Camella and that other guy in Jersey and all these lunatics. Plus, for years, black people have been getting away with. <laughs> They've been getting away with it. White yeah, just like now yeah. that woman who's talking about the president kissed her. It's like, 
I looked at her. It's like, why would he want to get within 10 feet of you? You are so Plus, not- it should be an honor to be kissed by the president. I know. <laughs> Hey, oh, he kissed me. Everybody I would never him. wash my face again. Right. <laughs> right. They just see That's some, not something some... to complain about. No. Right. I mean, she's like Trump deranged and somebody's t- given her uh, the license to go out there and try to smear yeah. our great American white hope. Okay. It's amazing. Um, yeah, Cheryl. And then we move on to something else. If you have any questions, let me know. Comments because we're here for us. It's a fellowship. All right. Yes. I just think if you if you heard like Charles Barkley make fun of Jesse Smollett, if you haven't heard it, you should go listen to it. It's I have not hilarious. Heard it. It's hilarious. It is hilarious. Yeah. And he yeah, he was on the show and they wanted him to get back to the basketball stuff, but he kept <laughs> He kept making he he it was just hilarious. But I I, I say that to say that that people like that, like I know he has children, but that that's a good dad. A good dad is like, are you crazy? Are you? You're like they will toughen you up and not make fun of you. Well, kind of. If you do something stupid, they'll make fun of you. But that's how it should be. Like, like but Charles Barkley is not consistent in no, his he's way. Not. He's, he's he, not. He trips. He's not. So, but it was. It, he's but you all should over look, the place. You should look at it. It's, I it's, will. it's funny. I definitely yeah. will. Um, how many people heard about the Michael Jackson situation? Where there are other people accusing him. Amazing. I'm glad you have. I want some feedback about that for a few minutes. Let's go to this young lady here and then here and then we're going to travel here. Uh, what do you think about the Michael Jackson? <clears throat> the, for those who don't know, there's a documentary out about Michael Jackson. Uh, some other people have come out of the closet and accusing him. And so I want to know about that. So um, I watched an interview with LaToya, an old interview of LaToya, talking about how weird she found the fact that her brother would have all these kids come over and sleep over, and, they want, and, she, and he wanted them to sleep in his bed. And she, I mean, the interview was so honest. And this is an old interview. I think it's like 91 or something like hey. that. What do you think about this particular... Uh, uh, I believe the men. You believe the men? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right here in front of you. You believe the men? I, uh, I'm a little confused on the topic, but one thing that I do think about is, you know, Michael Jackson went through a lot of trial, a lot of trial, yeah. and there was a lot of vetting in those cases. Yeah. And when, at the end of the day, nothing came came about. So one of the things that I question is Michael Jackson is dead now. He has no say. And um, these folks are coming after the fact that he passed away. And I think that they're rehashing something that's already been decided. There was something that was decided in the past. It was uh, thoroughly vetted. And so so I'm a little confused because when I do think about his behavior, I don't, I would never have, you know, my son's friends over in my bed. Like, that's just weird. Like, I don't do that. But given this, you know, maybe the type of lifestyle that he lived, maybe right. that lack of uh, childhood and all that that happened, maybe that was his way of, you know, just, re- I don't know. I don't know what that is. But at the end of the day, did he actually molest them or not? I, I question it. But a fact is a fact. All that trial already happened. Right. So did you, you did not believe the video, you say? I, the documentary? I, I 
think that I, I, I'm a struggle, but I, I think that maybe the, I mean, the only thing I could think of is maybe in that time, it, it could have been money driven, why they may have lied. If they've lied in the past, like if they lied in the past right. and they're telling the truth today, you know, that's not right. Did you and, believe him? I, I, no, not, not, I don't know, no. I'm sorry? Uh, no, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. I, I okay. Don't know. Right here. Um, at this point, I believe no women. Um, you believe at all. no women? No women at all. Are you a I believe no. I believe no rape accusations at all. Are you a mid-child? Am I what? No. No, 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 no. All right. But, oh, I have, I have my way with the ladies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so They're my toys. Did you believe the, I believe the, the I video? No, I don't believe it. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's... And why not? And it's... It, I just don't. Because okay. they don't have any... Uh, he, like she said, they already went through the process. Yeah. He was already found innocent. That's okay. it. End of story. This is so important. And he's, like, he's dead. Like, come on. He can't even defend himself. I know. For, for someone to accuse someone who's dead and they can't respond to that, yeah. that's... Come on. All right. So, no, I don't believe... It. All right. Right here. I'll it in there and then over. Okay. I don't think that he did it. I think that this guy's lying, especially Wade Robson, I think his name is. And um, that's because he already <clears throat> went under trial, I think, twice. No. And when he was young and then again when he was, like, in his 20s. And he continued to defend him. And he was an adult, and he had already been through everything. And it's kind of convenient now that he's saying that it happened because he's having money problems. Uh-huh. And he tried to do this Michael Jackson thing in Vegas where it was like he, – because he's a, a choreographer. And he got turned down for it, and um, he's kind of at odds with the uh, Michael Jackson estate. And I think he's doing it to try to gain something out of it. Amazing. Um, and, I, yeah, I think that they're trashing his name after death and I find it disgusting. Amazing. Right here. Uh, I kind of agree with her. I was going to touch on that. You kind of hit the nail on the coffin because I read, I have read a recent article where his estate since the time of his death, I don't know the exact number but I know it's well over 100 million has earned just from syndication. Yeah. And isn't it convenient when, you know, you need money to just come out and say, "Hey, this guy did this." He's already passed away. What, what else do you want from him That's besides right. his money? He's That's already right. suffered. Amazing. Let the young man right next to you have the mic. Uh, I'm only I'm only confused. Like, is he asking for money? Like, yeah. money always following okay. money. So there's so, no other reason for him to do it. All right, that's that's what I'm saying. Because I'm like, if he's asking for money, then it's probably not true. And then if he's not asking for money, then even if it is true, he's already dead. So yeah. it doesn't matter. Amazing. Right here, and then here, right here. Um, I don't know. I didn't see the documentary, so I don't know too much about it. Oh, but um, well, why are you raising your hand? Well, it reminds me. It reminds me of um, what happened with Jimmy Savile, was one of the, one of the biggest music producers of in like the '60s and the '70s. And what it, what happened was is when he was alive, not, there was no problem, nothing was going on. But when he died, hundreds of people came out saying that you know they were raped by him or you know molested by him, and he was actually exposed as one of the biggest um, predators in the music industry. Yeah. And um, it, it kind of, I kind of see a like a wizardry, some sort of magic where when the person dies, their power, their power is gone. It's relinquished, right? Yeah. So then people can kind of come in 
and either you know for selfish reasons claim money or say the truth. I don't know. So right. it, it just reminds me Very of good something point, would happen with, yeah. with Jimmy Savile. Very good point. Nice haircut. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you look like you got some sense. <laughs> We're here. Oh, I thought it was Hermes. Give it to Hermes. Did you have your hair in the peak? Okay. Yeah, I was just going to make the point that <clears throat> it doesn't just stop with people that are dead. You look at R. Kelly. A lot of these people, whether he's guilty or not, they supported him for the last 10 years through his career. And all of a sudden now it's politically correct to go after people like that. And they're totally trying to destroy him. They're doing it to John Wayne, digging up stuff that he said way back. John um, Wayne? Yeah, now they're trying to you rename don't the... You uh, with John Wayne. Rename Even the in the green. <laughs> They're trying to rename the airport because yeah, they, they claim he said something that was wow. racist. So, so did you believe about Michael Jackson? Um, you know, I read, I read an article that said it was like titled 10 Facts about Michael Jackson. And it, and it said, you know, so it went through and I did end up buying into it more so than I had before because Amazing. some of this information and in did there you believe was, about R. Kelly? R. Kelly, whatever his name is. I don't know. I mean, these rumors have been out out there about him for a long time. What I don't like is how people are piling on just based on these accusations without hearing right. both sides. And also there's no accountability on the uh, the parents and the victims because these girls just, he didn't kidnap these girls. They yeah. went there willingly. Yeah. You know, so there's two sides to the story. And so you believed about Michael Jackson at one point, and then with R. Kelly, you don't believe it. Well, I didn't believe it or disbelieve with Michael Jackson, but I read an article recently that did cause me to think some of the stuff was that they uh, they laid out. Yeah, I kind of I believe some of it. But what was it about the article that made you believe it at all? Well, there was one particular thing that said that two of the uh, the accusers, uh, the kids' fathers, they were estranged from their kids, and Michael Jackson allegedly molested them. And the fathers were so distraught, they ended up committing suicide. Uh, that was kind of disturbing But to that me. could have been because of the wife. Yeah, I mean, yeah. How many men want to kill yourself with you because of your wife? See, <laughs> I'm kidding. And then the other thing was that he allegedly <laughs> slept with or in the same bed with one of the guys, one of the kids, for 30 times in the, you know, while the mother was in the house. And you believe that? I believe that. Yeah, I do I believe that happened. Okay. Yeah. This young lady in the peak. Did you believe either one of the stories? I don't really like care to look into it too much. Yeah. But also, if it did happen, where were the parents? Right. Why was this going on? Why is this even a thing? Where were the parents? Yeah. All right. Good. Uh, Miss Mary, do you have Tourette's? Why is she coming and screaming out of camera? Are you aware that you're doing it? Oh, no, sorry. Yes, calm down. <laughs> you don't have Tourette, right? Of course I don't. Oh, okay. I mean, I wouldn't be able to tell you to stop if you had that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Um... Right here, right there, right there, there we I'll move on to something else. Yes, sir. Did you believe it? Yes. Why? Who, who you believe both stories or 
Which one? Uh, I, I believe he he was a messed up person and he did things with children. You believe Michael Jackson did? Yeah, and I, even so before you believe I believe the documentary. It. Yeah. Okay. I, and how I, about I with Arthur Keller? Did you believe that? Uh, I don't know. But what makes you believe about Michael Jackson? Because even before the documentary, it was clear to me that. He he was a messed up person. I mean, just look who at him. Who isn't messed up? Who changes their skin color? You know, like he he was just he did so things. So you think because his skin color changed, that means he could have been having sex with boys? No, it's just there are too much evidence out there. What kind of evidence? I forgot about it. Now I don't. Uh, but you believed it. Yeah. Okay. The young man behind you. Did you have your hand? No. Oh, okay, the one behind you in the black. Oh, right here. The, yeah, and then in the black. Did you believe it? I don't have an opinion one way or the other. Well, why do you raise your hand? Because I wanted to say that. I feel like whether oh. you believe it or not, you're only basing it off of your own personal feelings based on your own experiences, and then you're using that to, to kind of formulate your conclusion based on, like, the evidence they're giving you. No. The thing that makes me uncomfortable, I'm only one and a half hours into the first episode for the Michael Jackson thing. The parents are all smiles the entire time they're talking. Dollar bill. It is so disturbing. Because to see the two men talk about it, they're distraught. I don't know if that's real or not. Wade Robson has been in the industry for years. He could have acting coaches. I don't know. Yeah, we thought that Smollett would... Traumatized when you were being interviewed by that black lesbian, remember? (laughs) But it's funny because someone asked me about R. Kelly versus Michael Jackson last night. And my immediate response with R. Kelly was like, yup, he did it. But I had to catch myself because the only reason I say that is because um, when I was in high school, R. Kelly was pretty popular. And when that sex tape thing came out, I went to school with girls that said, well, he could pee on me and all kinds of stuff. So I believe it. Yeah. And like I said, (laughs) but the real real issue that nobody is talking about. Did you say me too? Like, but you're like, girl, I know what you mean. Me too. No, but the thing is, what kind of what Dane was talking about, there is wizardry that's going on because even though there is some really compelling evidence being shown in this Michael Jackson documentary, anyone in their right mind would say, yes, he did it. But because you already have this idea in your head about Michael, you're going to say he's innocent or guilty regardless. So I don't, like I said, I don't have an opinion on it. Very good. But, um, my real point was the disturbing part is that nobody is focusing on these parents. Right. Because why are you, if you, a man and a woman, you know, husband and wife, if your household is in order, why are you letting your children, like, just go off with strangers? I don't care if they have money or not. Like, that. why would you do Very that? Very good point. We have yep. people that won't even let their kids stay with their aunts and uncles. Yeah. But you'd ship them off to Neverland. That doesn't yep. make sense but like i said everybody should pay attention to the way the parents are in this documentary right on seriously pay attention to their faces and they're just it's it's sick pass it to the young man right behind you you had your hand you believe the story uh yes i believe he did it you believe michael jackson did it or or kelly or both 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 and why do you believe it because they both have the uh the spirit of uh lies running their whole program Oh, for sure. And, and that's what made you believe it? Yeah. I think the people in the documentary Would are... Would you do something like that? Something like what? What, what they've been kids? accused of? No. 
But you have the spirit of, at one point, I don't know about now, but you had the spirit of the lie, right? That's a good point. And at that time, I loved Michael Jackson's music. Right, but not yeah. Michael. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, my point actually is the fact that, like, he is, his music is the song of Satan. It's like the song to the fallen, and everybody loves it because they all have that spirit. Yeah. So he's singing the song of Satan's and empire. That's and that's why R. Kelly's doing. It? Uh, well, that's not the only reason why. But that's pretty much enough to know that he's sold all the way into the darkness. And he was since he was a kid because his father was an evil man. Why do you say his father was an evil man? Well, he abused him and used him as a child. Why do you say that? Well, it's just documented. We know that. And well, why do you believe st- that, though? Uh, it's, pr- it's just like, it's the story. It's the story. I think it's true. Amazing. So I don't think it's all made up. If someone says something like that about you, and you're dead and not able to defend yourself, would you want that to happen? Would you want people to believe them? Uh, well, I'd be dead, so I wouldn't want anything about suppose it. Suppose you're looking down. Yeah. And now they're destroying your character. Uh-huh. Well, if I was looking down at that time, I mean, I think that's a, that's a weird question. I don't know. Oh, okay. I think at that time I'll probably be looking down and thinking... Man, that was a really messed up life, and I shouldn't have uh, harmed those little kids. Amazing. Let me tell you, this young man, and then that one, then we'll move on to something else. I respectfully disagree. Um, I think he was abused, but that doesn't necessarily mean the sins of the father carry to the son. In fact, it might explain some of the eccentricities that we might have observed in Michael Jackson. But um, So you I didn't believe it? No, because I think... We should be careful about opinion versus knowledge, and uh, especially now with the – you mentioned the Jesse Smollett thing. You know, I remember when that first broke and everybody was riding a wave of sympathy. When I, I didn't know what the story was when I first learned about yeah. that story. I didn't believe it at all, but I thought, like, yeah. no one's going to believe me. I can see through it but just because I'm trained to. But with Michael Jackson – People also have to remember that he went against very powerful interests. I knew interest. Smollett was lying. Yeah, I just knew well, it right I away. Saw, I'm like, I, and I lived in Chicago for a while, and I just, I just, it's so inconceivable the the way that right. it almost seemed like a cover for something else that happened. Yeah. And maybe some people put him up to it for for some other goal. But with Michael Jackson, um, he was going after Sony. He had a lot of publishing, right. um, intellectual property, yeah. and. Um, they were trying to get him many times prior to his death. So and you, I think Hollywood, it's an easy place to compromise people. The very few people that have stepped forward to talk about what happens often mention fearing from their lives, you know, whether it's Randy Quaid or um, different people. But it's very few. It's a small group because uh, there is such a concentrated uh, group of people. Yeah. And how so they compromise you, people. So you didn't believe Michael Jackson, about, about Michael Jackson, right? Well, I think it wasn't Macaulay Culkin that also said that he, he didn't do anything say no, wrong. Yeah. How it, about R. Kelly? Did you believe that? I'm, I, I'm not as knowledgeable about the R. Kelly thing. Yeah. But, oh, okay. um, again, right. I tend to give people the benefit unless there's explicit proof. But I, I can't speak to the R. Kelly okay. without... You know. Let me take this young man, and then I'm done with it. Did uh, you believe it? You had your hand. Did you believe it? I, I don't. Uh, for Michael Jackson, at least. Right. Um, I find it always healthy to question what the uh, mainstream media is telling you. Yeah. Uh, when it first came out, 
it seemed very suspicious to me that there are people like Corey Feldman that came out saying that Hollywood has a bunch of pedophiles, but Michael Jackson was the only one to protect him. Yeah. Uh, I know Jimmy Salva was brought up, and that's a case of protection, because when he was alive, uh, he was knighted by the royal family. And you had uh, Johnny Ryan of the Sex Pistols came out on the BBC saying that he knows the rumors of what was going on when he was alive. Yeah. And because of that, he wasn't allowed to be on the uh, radio anymore. But after he died and everything started coming out, then it's like, oh, everybody knew and nobody did anything about it. But if everybody knew, then why did they not do something when he was alive? Yeah. And I know in Hollywood, there's a whole bunch of people that are protected that, like, uh, I'll give an example, Roman Polanski. When everything came out with him, uh, you had Whoopi Goldberg on The View saying that it wasn't rape, rape. But come on, <laughs> a 13-year-old girl, yeah. drugged and given alcohol, that that's it's not acceptable. But Amazing. people like that get protected, and they don't get punished. But now Amazing. that Michael Jackson is dead, and he can't defend himself, everyone's going to dogpile on him as if it's a known fact. How about R. Kelly? Did you believe, do you believe about him? I can't really tell. It's really hard to know oh, okay. if things really did happen or not because the the media tends to lie a lot and then protect the actual criminals and then try to deviate away from the actual yeah. monsters and put it on people that could potentially be innocent. Is this your first time here? This is my first time. Oh, yes. welcome, man. What's your first name? Daniel. Daniel, any questions for me? Uh not yet, but okay. maybe something will come up uh, later on. All right. Hmm? Um, my friend behind you, with the, how was your workout? Ah, good. Good. Uh, <laughs> I saw him at the gym. I was like, wow, amazing. Any any questions on about this on, on online? Okay. And then, uh, do you have your hair? Uh -huh. Did you have your hair? Yeah. Okay. Did you believe it or not? About no, Michael first. No, I was a huge Michael Jackson fan, and I would always get into this, like, no, no, he didn't. Can you do the moonwalk? <laughs> yeah, I can moonwalk. Come and show us the moonwalk. No, I'm kidding. It would not be appropriate. I'm kidding. My wife said it would not be appropriate. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. No, I think... Um, so you did not believe it? Correct. I was staunchly against the idea that he did something. Yeah. I thought that... The $23 million out-of-court settlement was a huge motivator. They're obviously after money. He's an artist. He's crazy. But just like Ermius, I read an article that said there are these facts. And some of those facts made me see that, like, I was defending Michael from, like, he was, like, my buddy. You know what I mean? I was kind of letting him, yeah. in a way, get away with something. And um, so I believe he did it now. I don't know. You I'm believe like, he did it? Yeah, I'm not like... The facts made you believe it? Correct. How do you know they're a real fact, though? I don't. So that's what I'm saying. If these facts are true, I believe he did it, and they seem to be true. How they, do they seem to be true? <clears throat> because a child said that Michael had a birthmark on his genitals, and he drew that birthmark well, on his genitals. Well, thanks for that evidence. And Michael, okay, that, that's possible. It's obviously yeah. possible. Let me tell you, because of time, did you believe about R. Kelly? I don't know much about R. Kelly. Oh, okay. Kind of stay out of that one. All right. So let me do this. The reason I ask, if you never, ever, 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 ever take any other advice from me, I urge you to take this advice.
Do what you want, of course. Never, ever, ever, never, 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 ever, as long as you walk this earth, believe hearsay. Don't do it. When I was growing up, we were forbidden two things, from, from believing hearsay and gossiping about another person. If we, if that person, if we don't see it, we don't believe it. Wait and see. Because people will lie. I'm telling you, as you mentioned, there's good and evil in the world, and people will lie. They're in a fallen state, and they will lie. And if you believe a lie about someone else, somebody else is going to believe a lie about you. Because what you put it out is going to come back on you. That's why you have to be right. You have to be it and have faith. Because you can only put out good and that's what will come out, uh, back on you. Never gossip and never believe what someone has to say about another person. And if someone comes to you to tell you something about another person, you send them to that person or tell them, I'm going to tell them. That way your soul is protected. Because you're not agreeing with the gossiper. But I don't know if Michael Jackson did that or not, and I don't know if Orrin Kelly is guilty or not, so I leave it. I don't know. I don't care how compelling the writing is. Don't believe it. Wait and see. If you really want to know, know about Orrin Kelly, go ask him. And Michael Jackson is dead, so he can't defend himself. Why would you even think about believing the people and the other person not even around to even defend themselves? Our battle is a spiritual battle. You really have to be careful. Because the people who are writing these things and saying these things about Michael Jackson and R. Kelly Kelly and whomever else, they'll do it about you. If you gain a little power, you become popular for a song or you become the next president, or you be they'll do it to you too. And the world will be believing it. But if you plant the right seed, the world won't believe it. The children of law might believe anything, but most of the part you'll be fine because God is with you. That, I mean, in the Bible, it doesn't say don't gossip, don't listen to this stuff. That's the world way, and children of God are different. We got to start being different because we're the light of the world, the salt of the earth. So I recommend, unless Michael told you he did it, I wouldn't believe it. I would just let the information go in one ear and out the other one. And never trust a person who say they believe it. Because if they believe about someone else that they didn't even hear from, they'll believe about you too. John Doe stole my dog. They was at my house and stole my dog. Oh, yeah, they stole your dog. And they'll go tell someone else. I'm telling you, anybody disagree with that? Don't believe what you hear. Even when I'm up teaching, I tell you all the time, let, let the word go in one ear and out the other we had a major, major men meeting on uh, this past Thursday. It was. And everybody and their daddy showed up. <laughs> Interesting stuff came out of that, right? But you got to be able to see for yourself, know for yourself. If you're just taking somebody else's word, you don't know. And you're going to be led down the wrong pathway. You're going to be on that big road that leads to destruction. You got to always take the straight and narrow path. Always wait and see. Anybody disagree with that? I want a real disagreement. Yes, sir. <laughs> Not for just to be disagreeing. This young man, you disagree with me? Yeah, I think we should just judge every 
accusation based on the evidence. We shouldn't no. start from disbelieving you don't or have belief. Evidence. You need both parties there. Sure, I agree. I'm, I'm People should be able to defend saying. themselves. If you don't have both parties there, don't believe it. We have a society now that people just say anything. Look how men are being destroyed by lies. And how do they prove that? We are innocent until proven guilty. And we knew this growing up. And now we allow the, these radical women who hate men, hate God, hate family to take over. Now they're making you believe anything. You got to stop that. It's not good. It's really not good. It's up to you, though. If you want to believe what you hear, suffer. But I don't care how they write it, what they say, how professional they are in the way they speak, let it go in one ear and out the other. And then God will reveal to you, or you'll know if you need to know. I don't even care what Michael Jackson did or R. Kelly. That's their own problem they have to deal with. I wish them well. Because in that father say, as he mentioned, anything, you can say to convince you to do anything. So wish people well. But do not believe what you don't know. That makes sense? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, I got to move on to something else? Unless you have a question for me. Yes, sir. Be quick. Be quick. Um, it's sort of like the, what happened to Judge Kavanaugh. That, that's what like, made me realize the, uh, the wickedness in uh, those kind of uh, accusations. Yes. So that's why I don't believe, I don't believe it anymore. Yeah. They ruined that man's life. When God said that people, uh, mankind's heart is wicked... Is absolutely true. You'd be surprised at what people will do to you. Even your own flesh and blood. If they're in a fallen state, there's no limit to their destruction. It's amazing. So be aware of that, folks. I'm telling you. You got to come out back into the light so you can see what's going on. Yes, sir. Hold on just for the mic. So do you not believe in the story of Jesus then? In the story of Jesus? Yeah. What was his story? I'm saying if, you know, if it's hearsay. Oh, don't believe the hearsay about it. Let it go in one ear and out the other. Because the moment you believe the hearsay, you get locked in, and then intellectually you're just out repeating what you heard. But if you let it go in one ear and out the other and, and keep your eye on yourself, he will reveal himself to you. Then you know it. Okay. No, so you're right. I understand your question now. You get it, yeah. Do not believe the hearsay either of Jesus. Because now they say he's a queen. What? He's Who weak. They, say, they present Jesus so weak now, I wouldn't even want to follow him. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> suppose, just think about the people who believe in all that. Some people say he had a wife or something, or a woman or something. You can't believe all this stuff. It's bad for you to believe it. Let it go in one or the other. There's well, another mean, way of believing. Do you think he walked on water or changed water into water? I'm sorry? Do you think he performed miracles? I believe he did I'm, I'm because I know you. him now for myself. Okay. And I see miracles all the time. I saw a miracle Thursday night that was mind-blowing. Well. <laughs> so, but just let words go in and out. You, you see were, it sounds kind of like you're contradicting. In right? what way? Well, you're saying, you know, you know, don't believe the rumors. There is a, a lot worldly of belief. <laughs> There's a worldly belief. Don't believe it. A, a teaching intellectual belief. Don't believe it. There's a revelation. Believe it. I mean, you can't help but believe it. Okay. Because God is not going to let you see it anyway until you're able to believe it. Mm-hmm. So don't worry about that one. Okay. He's not going to let anyone see that. 
But good question. Is it still a contradiction, you think? Uh, I, I understand what you mean, yeah. What do I mean? That you believe in Jesus is real because you feel him, you're... You're following him. I'm aware of him, You're yeah. aware of him, yeah. And everyone who wakes up will become aware of him. And he's with you. It's so amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's not like an awareness that I can even describe. Mm-hmm. You have to see it for yourself. So if a Michael Jackson song comes on the radio, are you going to be like, yeah, Michael Jackson? Or are you going to be like, ugh, turn it into the station? Like, <laughs> Open up I mean, your heart and read it. That's the only reason why I want to like... <laughs> <laughs> like I want to yeah. believe it or not believe it because it's like I want to know for myself to whether listen to Michael Jackson or not. You know what I mean? You make that decision. You see what to do. You yeah. need to know for yourself. Yeah. Right. Like I don't want to believe it, but at the same time, he's a really weird guy. A lot of weird people. <laughs> well, I everybody and mama weird. I mean, look, he was because of that fallen state. Right. Right, he's in a fallen state. Yeah. So which leads me to believe that what he found sexually, be. like, because aroused you him. A, at one point, when you in a fallen state? Yeah. Did you want people to be, believe lies about you? Uh, no, but. But what, 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 how would you have felt if someone told them things like that about you, and then they said, "Well, he's in a fallen state. He could definitely be doing it." Would you like that? No. Don't do unto others what you would not have them do unto you. But people in fallen states, though, you don't really have to make things up. They're doing it. Not necessarily. (laughs) Yeah, necessarily. No. Sure. You said you would never do what they accused Michael Jackson of, right? Or would you? I'm saying if someone's in a fallen state, you can kind of see it on them. And people don't just make things up. Yes, they do. Uh, like they exaggerate they make it. things up they exaggerated but believe me they make things up it's <laughs> mind-blowing yeah well. and then and then they start crying it's true it hurt my feelings <laughs> yes they do it's uh people who are out of the fallen state will not make things up uh-huh. but those in the fallen state will make things up and the people in the fallen state will believe the things that have been made up Especially if the person know how to overreact to them or carry on about it. Yeah. Just smoke on it. Say, when you, when you hear a rumor about somebody, nine times out of ten, it's true, you know. What? When you hear a rumor about somebody. That's not true either. It is true. Nine times out of ten, is true? Sure. So just smoke it. That's ten or nine? Uh, it's ten. <laughs> yeah. But I got to move on. Okay. Because the young man way in the back with the white T-shirt. Um, Jesse, uh, I think what you're trying to say is use your common sense and yes. don't listen to what people say. Yeah. Like there's a difference, like, uh, in all these cases that have been brought up, Kavanaugh, Michael Jackson, R. Kelly, there's fundamental issues in the testimony or the evidence that everyone's looking at. And I think if you don't have common sense, then you have an issue. So like, for example, when you look at Michael Jackson's case, these two kids who've come out now, you look at them, they try to be successful. They didn't get any money from knowing Michael yeah, Jackson. Someone just mentioned that. They actually went to court and said that Michael Jackson never did it to them. Okay, and this, is a, and this was when they weren't that little. They actually could close to driving. Yeah. I don't know how old, but maybe even more. And now that this kid is always trying to be like a dancer or a famous choreographer, and all of a sudden he's making accusations that a person is dead, yeah. I think 
Michael Jackson could have done it, but the fact that they're doing this is disgraceful. And if they were actually molested, that even makes them more pieces of crap for not bringing it up earlier and defending him. So if yeah. he even did do it, I can care less about these two kids. Yeah. So either way you look at it, and that's how I think how Jesse feels is use your common sense and, yes. and come on the right on the side of right and not evil. And look yes, at Kevin now, right. right? You got a woman 40, 30 years ago. If you're a person who even 10% starts to believe her or 20%, yeah. you're on the side of evil because you're common sense is gone from your brain and what happens is too when you're in that father state and you hear things about people i want you to notice how satan feed into it oh yeah that's true that sound true you're like yeah that sound true and it's, and it's not even thing? your own self telling yourself those things yeah and r kelly he i remember when i was in or graduating college we all thought he probably did it i remember pictures of him doing really gross stuff there was videos of him i think urinating on someone i don't know if you guys remember that but that was on the internet so he could have done it but the two women that now he's being accused of having sex with before they were before they were of age okay are saying he didn't do it so it doesn't matter if he did it or not. Those two women are obviously comfortable with it. So everyone yeah. needs to get over it. If they get on TV and say he didn't do it, everyone needs to calm down and get over it. Because yeah. if, they had, if they had an issue, they were the ones that were supposedly raped. So yeah. we all need to chill. If they don't have an issue with it, everyone needs to shut the hell up. Amazing. Is this your first time here? No, Jesse, I saw you outside my house last week. Remember you were like, you were, when you get in your car, it was my balcony. <laughs> And I said, oh, like, Jesse, yeah. it's you. Wow. I was coming out of the gym. Welcome, man. He said, come to church tonight. I'm going to do it. Right on. <laughs> What's your first name? Elliot. Elliot. I'm glad you're here, man. Elliot. 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 Yeah. I'm glad you're here. Thanks, man. Oh, I love amazing. you, dude. I love your straightforwardness, man. Thank you, man. And when you wake up, that's what's going to happen. Because you don't have the fear. So you will tell the truth. And the truth will be of love. It really will be of love. You're right, man. I'm glad you're here, man. That was weird. Uh, someone has a thing here? Okay, right here. Online. And then I want to get to something else. Unless you have some questions for me about something else. Yes. This is off topic, but uh, Super Chat Tribunals Worldwide asks or says, Jesse says love everyone. Question, should we love Satan as well? We love God who is a spirit. Should we love Satan who is a spirit as well? You should hate him. Do not hate Satan because Satan will take over your mind, body, and soul. That's how you get inside, by getting you to hate, to be angry. So don't hate him. Good question. Um, is this about something else? It's about the biblical question. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, you responded last week, right? Yeah. Oh, I don't want you to respond there. Okay. Because I want to hear what other people think. Well, I have a question about last week, but that's all right if you want to let others Yeah, okay. <laughs> And then I'll come back to you at the very end. Don't let me forget. Okay. Okay. Right here. Okay. I had I had a question about um, Satan, because um, Satan used to be an angel, right? Everybody here knows that they used to be an angel. Right. So the um, Bible says, yeah. Yeah. So before Satan was alive, how did he get the feeling of resentment? How did that even start? How did he get the feeling of resentment? Yeah, because that's the reason he because God is not going to force you to love him. Mm -hmm. And so by him not, God not forcing him to love, he had a, his own decision whether to love him or not. And he decided he wanted to be like God. And that's why he fell away. So resentment and, and anger and evil was all before Satan, right? Evil what now? Like it existed even without Satan because without God there is only... It came about when the serpent was able to seduce 
the woman. But isn't and then the she fell Satan's? into pride, took on his nature. I, I thought the serpent was Satan. It is, yeah. But, but that's how it came about to us. No, I mean, to, how did it come about to Satan? How did, oh, I don't know. <laughs> he walked out the road and somebody said, you know what, you could be God. He's like, oh, okay. I don't know. That's a yeah, good question. That's what, I'm, I'm, thinking, that's what yeah. I'm thinking about. I have no idea, buddy. All right. Yes, sir. Um, as far as uh, rumors, uh, in the Bible, it, they, it calls it uh, discord, that, yes. uh, that these seven things uh, God hates. Yeah. And just real quick, uh, the word hate, I looked it up, and it was uh, a uh, like a like a, a natural opposing to. So it's not like our kind of hate. So when it says that God hates, it's not like our kind of hate, right? I, I know and, it's not, for right, sure. No, right, no, it just goes with what you were saying. Yeah, because once you overcome, you don't have that. It's not even in your nature anymore. Right. Not your, very good, man. You're right about yeah. that. And as far as um, uh, rumors, it, with in the Bible, it was uh, it, to for true justice to, to you know take place, it had to be at least two or three witnesses yes. that were there. The same thing with when uh, when Jesus was accused uh, um, illegally, um, their stories didn't co- corroborate. Right. That's why Pontius Pilate had to wash his hands. He's like, I can't condemn this man. You, you guys, right. you, you guys are lying. I'm shocked at how much people believe things about other people. I've never seen anything like this in my life. And then even the Christians believe just like the non-Christians. You can hear a rumor, somebody could whisper in your ear about someone. And you just say, oh, yeah, that's, oh, my God, that's so true. And then you run and tell somebody else. And then they believe it. I'm stunned by this. I really am. And it's getting out of control. And it's very destructive. Very destructive. Uh, did you have your hand? Yes. Um, I was watching one of your older very videos. Good, man. Where you say, um, like, your, your girlfriend or your wife at the time, that she's just sitting at home waiting for you. You're 10 minutes late, and then Satan starts whispering in her ear, yeah. oh, he's late. I wonder what he's doing. And then we feed into <laughs> it like, that's right. That's true. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's right. You, your husband get home every day at 5, right? And one day he had to work overtime, but he didn't call and say anything. And you say, like, where's your husband? <laughs> you know he out there with that girl. He's like, no, nah, I'm not going to believe that. And then Satan said, no, he with that woman. And the moment you believe it, he got you. And then he comes home at 6. Where were you, honey? Oh, I worked overtime today. No, you didn't. Why did you call me? I was worried, lying. I was worried. But that's how Satan get it. That's why God said, bring every thought into captivity, folks. So when you hear these rumors about other people, I don't care who it is. Don't believe it, because Satan is working on your mind. Pay attention to that. He is feeding into what you're hearing. He really is. That's why you have to be really aware of what you're thinking. Because every thought is a lie, and Satan works on everything. And you can want a piece of cornbread. I think I go home and cook some cornbread in a skillet. Anybody ever had skillet cornbread on top of the show? It is so good. But he said, no, nah, put it in the oven. <laughs> and you go home and cook it in the oven, thinking that that was your idea. Isn't that amazing? But he works on everything. I'm telling you, you got to bring every thought into captivity. Every thought. Wait and see. Have the wait and see attitude. 
All right. Uh, did, uh, did I see your hand? Yes, sir. Um, uh, one thing I heard someone even here say that a couple things. Number one, I, I just thought about it like the rules of evidence in court, and that's hearsay. Yes. Everything's hearsay. And so these guys coming out, it wouldn't be admissible in a court of law. Right. Because it would be hearsay. Um, and the other thing, too, they always use he didn't have a childhood as evidence that he went out and, you know, molested kids. And I didn't have a childhood. And I've never even had the thought to, yes. in fact, me not having a childhood made me a pretty diligent worker, actually. Yes. Um, made me a workaholic, but, you know, didn't make me think about touching children. So, and I don't even see how the two are related. I know why this is happening. The world has taken over. And now even the children of God are afraid to speak up, afraid to disagree, and they're going along with the world now and agreeing with all, and they're going nuts with this stuff. Every day they have something because they want to keep your mind away from revelation into lies. And we grew up waiting to see. Don't gossip and don't believe what someone else has to say. And that's what we need to return to, folks. I'm telling you, your life is much better when you do that. Also, who, I don't mean to sound callous, but how does it affect me? Who, who really cares? Like, that's again, right. Like, you know, again, Absolutely. Like, that's, that would be People Michael. pretend like they care. They go like, oh, Michael Jackson raped a boy. Oh, when in reality, you don't even care. It's just an all an act. It's the same way when you hear hysteria. that somebody died yeah. that you don't know. Um, John Doe died yesterday. You never seen him, you never heard of him, you never had lunch. You go, Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. You ain't sorry. You don't even know John though. You know what I'm saying? How many people done that? See? Amazing. That's why I'm tired of hearing when you hear that somebody died and the president go, My prayer goes out to you. What prayer? And what are you gonna pray about? Bring me back? You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. We got to wake up and come back to reality. There are two illusions in life. We got to, I mean, there's an illusion and there's a real life. We need to come to real life. And everything you see on earth is not real. The actions, everything is not real. I'm telling you, it's an illusion. Mary, I got to ask you a question. What's your impression of the government? My impression of the government, the federal government, yeah, folks the state Washington, government. The oh, government, the period. Now local, state, and federal, and, and everything. Uh, that they are insane and they just want to take advantage of the people and push us down to where we're so demoralized that we won't stand up. Yeah. Have you really paid attention to them? Yeah. Okay. Attention. What's your impression of it? The government. Yeah. I just think the um, government doesn't know what the right hand or the left hand is doing. They're just in a crazy mix. Raymond, you have your hand about this question? Yes. What's your impression of the government? In one phrase, the lunatics are taking over the asylum. That's for sure. That's for sure. (laughs) Amen. Uh, Right here. What's your impression, sir? 
What's your impression of the government? Wait for the mic. I want, I'm, I'm asking this because I want you to pay attention to what's going on. Really. What's your impression? Are you referring to the politicians in the government? Yes. Local, state, and federal. Well, as far as the president, um, I believe he's doing a lot of good for the country. He's but, the only one. But he needs to go, you know, but California needs a lot of help. Yes. You know? Okay. Have you been paying close attention to the government? Yes, I have. Oh, okay. Amazing. I maybe have a different perspective because I'm a veteran of the military, so maybe oh, my, yeah. well, my welcome, mind is man. a little different. Yeah. What's your impression of the government? Uh, it's a mess, man. It's totally – I mean, there – Everyone's just this groupthink mentality is happening. It's just like you said, it's all these words and people are just believing these accusations yeah. left and right. People are, I mean, tons of these politicians just climbed right on board as soon as Jesse Smollett did his said all this stuff happened to him. It's all lies. There's like no accountability. Yeah. It's a mess, man. It's just totally a mess. I've noticed that the government is all lies. They don't care about us. We the people at all, at all, zero lies. I mean, all lie, no true, zero true. And if you notice, they're not even concerned about being voted out. Because if they did, they would do what we tell them to do. They wouldn't be lying. They wouldn't be pretending. But all lies. This week, they had this woman, a Muslim, who hate America and hate Israel. But hate America, we live in America, right? And this woman, uh, uh, whatever statement she made, the point is, they have two of them in there now, two of these Muslims. And she said what she said, and they passed a resolution to go after the Christians, white men, uh, everybody except the Muslim. The law is the resolution is to protect the LGBT, the Muslims, and they had another one in there that they were protecting. And I'm like, where, how come the white people are not protected? Why, why is it that the Christians are not being protected? And so they set up this stuff. So if we disagree one iota, they're going to call it hate speech. And we're going to be locked down. We're going to be locked down. And I realized, and then uh, what was the name of the white guy that spoke up? Uh, Steve, King. Steve King said one thing, put the country first. White man, they put him out. I don't even hear from Steve anymore. <laughs> Have y'all noticed this? Yeah. But some stupid Muslim woman come out and says something. They create new laws or want to create a resolution and want it to be a law that goes against all of us. And it's going to get to a point, if this continue, that you won't be able to disagree with Muslims or... LBG, why did they have to choose to include the LBG people? What does that have to do with anything? But you will not be able to speak up. Y'all better wake up and see what's going on here. And the government could care less about us. Not one, uh, they just lie. In our faith, they lie. They'll come on TV and just lie. And you see that they're lying. Look how they lied about the borders. A wall around the border doesn't take a meeting. <laughs> It doesn't take an expert to say you protect your own home. Am I wrong about this? Disagree. I don't need an expert to tell me I need a wall around the border to stop the illegal from coming in. 
And somebody was coming into your home and you didn't have a wall around your home. Do you need someone to call you up and say, oh, if you want to stop me, you need to put a wall around your house. <laughs> All right, let's vote on it. Oh, let me call up an expert to find out if that's true or not. What's wrong with It's crazy. I would think that every American citizen would be in support of a wall. The wall should be up already. Amazing. It's just me. I'm just seeing craziness happening. And if we don't stop it as children of God, it's going to continue and it will get worse. And you'll be high behind rocks. Sure, you disagree? No. no. Why your hand? Go ahead. There's the mic. I was going to say that people are so brainwashed because I have a friend and she goes, well, the wall isn't good. I was like, are you like, I had to like, are you crazy? I said, there's nothing wrong with the wall. And the people that are telling you that you don't need a wall five years ago said we needed a wall. What's wrong? I with could it? be on pot and know I need a wall. <laughs> and I had, and she was like, she I was remember like, when I used to smoke pot, right? Yeah. But, but I it, used to be on the government for a minute, and uh, because I was on pot, and they had said, well, black people can get free stuff if you're on pot or any kind of drug. So I said, oh, that's cool. So I ran out and got me some free money so I could uh, buy food. I had sense enough to buy food for the refrigerator because I knew once I got high, I ain't going out nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> and I would invite my friends over on a Friday night. I had just bought a home. And we would, we would get high and just have a ball, right? But I stayed inside the wall. I didn't go outside because I, I, un- I was afraid to. I didn't know how... When I got high, I would lose consciousness or something. And I didn't know exactly what I was doing, so I stayed behind the wall. <laughs> and no one had to tell me to stay behind the wall. I didn't need an expert to tell me something that's so but, obvious. But she repeated what, what, what she saw on TV. I mean, people actually parrot and just repeat what they tell them. Yeah. They're, they're just brainwashed. It's, it's, a, it's like amazing. It's like... How I mean, you have to think about it. It's just like think about it. And then how they is call a wall it racist. Hurt you? How does it be racist to protect your house? And how is a wall going to hurt you? Actually, it's going to do good. Right, and but they only do it Cheryl, because the children of God are not speaking up. You're afraid to speak up, and they're going to give. They're going to do things to make you more and more afraid. And any man who is afraid, no, let me ask first before I say, how many men are afraid? You have fear. Ooh. Oh, how many men have fear? Uh-huh. I have fear. Why do you have fear? I have What it. are you afraid of? Unsure. Uh, to answer your question, I do have fear, uh, not of something specific in this moment, but in general. I notice if I reflect on things I didn't do, it was because I was fearful of something. Right. And it maybe. Are you afraid to speak up about women? In what? In which way? In, uh, anyway. No. In which way? Up or down? Are you afraid to speak up and disagree with black people? No. Oh, are you a Mexican? I'm a Mexican, not oh, a Mexican. Oh no wonder you're. <laughs> so what are you afraid of? Again, hard to say. I, I don't really understand what Give I'm afraid of in the moment. Give me an example of something that happened sometime or has happened in your life, and you should have spoken up about it. But you didn't do to fear or of something. 
sometimes asking for more money for service that I was maybe offering, and I, I wasn't because I didn't realize the value of myself yet. Maybe even having discussions of flaws with myself or ways I could use help to, to develop myself better as a young man and to a man and not being able to actually go and ask somebody how to do that. Being afraid what does of, that mean you didn't speak up for money, extra money, because you didn't realize the value of yourself? How does one realize the value of themselves? Good. I'm, I think you realize the value of yourself, to answer your question, based on how you identify yourself. What do you mean by that? Well, how you identify yourself can determine what your value is. How do you identify yourself? I identify myself as an adopted child of God. As a what? As an adopted child of God. Adopted? Yes. <laughs> Who is your daddy? No. <laughs> um, for, but so why would you have fear of asking for a race? Long, now I don't. But how would you, I don't understand what you said. How would you value yourself before asking for, evaluate yourself before asking for more money? Have you ever had to ask for a lot of money? Yeah. And were you ever intimidated to do that if you never acquired be, yeah. that money before? I know now why I was. That's why I'm asking you this. How would you evaluate yourself before asking for more money on a job? How would you do that? I guess I would compare myself to maybe what's what I'm offering, the quality of what I'm offering, what's out there, and then what are the prices maybe others are are, are asking for requesting and if they're being paid that why not myself too or why not why not more amazing who agree with that why y'all don't agree let me talk to somebody that don't agree with him um you don't agree with him oh you didn't understand oh you didn't understand in the past, when there has been fear, when there has been fear, or when I didn't take the right steps to move forward or speak up for somebody or say something that was correct, when I was, maybe the social circle around me was saying otherwise, the reason I didn't was for some form of fear, whether it was self-doubt, self, low self-esteem, um, just not even believing what, I'm, what I need to say. Who knows? Just questioning myself. Fear, the underlying thing of all those. So you have fear now of, of something sometimes? Yes, and I don't know until... Do you want to have a life without fear? Absolutely. Do you believe it's possible? Impossible? It is possible to have a life without fear. Yes. And how is that possible? By knowing your, who you are. And what else? Believing in God. And how do you believe in God? Through his word. What do you mean through his word? Through his word. What is his word? Something that will be kind of revealed. Do me. you believe his word? A word? Do you believe his word? Yes. So why would you have fear then if you believe him? I suppose I don't believe his word all the way, or I haven't understood exactly what his word truly means yet. This young lady wants to tell you how not to have any fear at all. <laughs> tell them how not to have fear. Oh, you caught me off guard here. <laughs>
Because it is possible, I'm telling you, because I've been where you are, so I know what you're talking about, all right? It's possible to have a life with no fear, zero fear of anything. How is that possible? When you have perfect peace. And how do you get that? A little loud so he can hear you. I'd like you yelling at your boyfriend. <laughs> I don't yell at my boyfriend because he's not a beta. <laughs> oh, really? Your boyfriend is not a beta? No. You're fortunate. So how does, do you have fear? I don't. Okay, and how does one get perfect peace? Um, by not believing in the lie and just focusing on your relationship with God and the order of the family. Um, and so you have no fear of anything, speaking up or anything? No. Amazing. Real good. Well, in like, what do you mean in, like, for Christians to speak up against what's going on in, like, yeah. brainwashing and stuff? Yeah. I don't have a fear, but I feel as if we're so, it's not that we're outnumbered, it's that they have control of the media and the manipulation that it's just difficult to fight, you know? When but I'm not did, afraid to speak up. When did Christians stop speaking up? Because I growing, when I was growing up, Christians spoke up. Remember Jerry Falwell and all those guys? People spoke up then. When did they stop? And why did they stop? It feels like within the last, like, 10 years or so, it just, you don't hear from our side anymore. Right. You, you just hear, like, we're just washed out. You know, that Satan's taken control of the media. He's brain. He's, they're trying to brainwash our children. They're trying. I mean, it's pretty much like the only channel you will see our point of view on, like the right way is sometimes Fox. But the rest of them, they're trying to propagate everything evil. You know, it's amazing. We got to start by speaking up. Yeah, we got to before it's too late. We have to. Yeah, because it's, it's growing. It's growing But I feel really hopeful because that meeting Thursday night we had with those men, it was amazing. And the last one we had with the ladies was amazing. So I see that things are starting to change. It really is. And in the right way. So I have hope and faith that it will change. Yeah. It, it, it's coming to an end where the children of God will be taken over. Uh, let me do this. Um, Yes, sir. I want to ask someone. I have. You want to respond to that? Well, I have a question. Oh, let me ask his question first. Then hold on to the mic, though. Uh, the way you get over your fear, you got to forgive, and then God will draw you back into the light, which is perfect love. And once you pull back into perfect love, all fear disappear. All fear. And so, if you have to ask your boss for a raise or you need more money, you wouldn't give it a second thought. Because in the light, you got to work hard. You're going to do the right thing. And as you do the right thing, it'll naturally come to you. That makes sense? Yes. Yeah. And so you don't have to evaluate yourself and all that kind of stuff. Don't do that anymore. Because how are you going to evaluate yourself, you know? Maybe not really myself. Great. Come with the mic. Where's the mic? Where are the mics? Oh, I'm sorry. What were you saying? That was just really using that as an example. Um, I think I think you kind of nailed it. It's more 
things like just self-doubt and being unsure and going back to the forgiveness thing and be having to go all the way back to forgiving my parents. Have you done that? Working on that. Have you done that? No. Beta! <laughs> why, why haven't you done that? I thought I did, and then things keep coming back up, and I just notice myself. I notice my thoughts. I notice feelings, and so yeah. through that, I understand, man, there's something lingering. And, and what I'm you think, why did you that. think you have forgiven them? Because I made the conscious decision to want, I want to do that. Have but, you gone to them? Yes. And you went to your mother and father? Yes. And what happened when you went to your mother? I'm, I'm incorrect. Is that what she said? Yes, in, in so my tell mother's me what way. Happened. You went there and you said, Mother, what did you say? I've, I've, I've been pretty clear with my mother for like decades, man. She's, she has her issues and like it's just something that she has to deal with herself. And, and it's like been consequential. What in our did you say to her when you went to her? Jeez, man, I can't even recall. I've said so many things to my mother. What did you say to her when you went to her to forgive her? Oh, I, I, if a verbatim, I don't know, but I've told her, look, I know that there were things that you, like you had happened to you in your life. You've had tragedies. She's had trauma. My mother's gone through a whole lot. And um, my father is responsible for a lot of that issue as well because he wasn't a good leader for her. And it was a really bad marriage, you know? And so, and me as a child... I would I would receive all these adult emotions from her because she needed somebody. And I kind of resented her for that because she couldn't be a mother to me. And I guess I would bring those things up. Or I would bring those things up and I'd discuss that and I'd tell her this is how you would make me feel. This what is- did you say to your mother when you went to forgive her? Did I would you go I to explain her the things say, that bother me. I'm sorry for, for resenting you for the way you are. I said, I, I didn't say resent. I just said, I'm sorry for re- reacting and responding in ways that, for things you Are can't you control. Are you still afraid of your mother? Absolutely not. But why don't never you go been and afraid forgive of my her then? Why are, you, why are you tiptoeing around her? I'm not tiptoeing around her. Why haven't you forgiven her? I guess because she's still kind of like a, oblivious of me. That's why you have not forgiven her? It's not that I... I don't want to not forgive her. It's just I'd be nice to have a, a mother. You know, my mom How is... How old uh, are you? I'm 30. You don't need no mama. I don't need a mother. I don't need a mother. You don't need a mama either. How, how many people here, all the people smiling and laughing, do you speak to your parents? No. Do you? Do you really? When If you called them, will they acknowledge you? Yes. Do you need that? That's not the question. Will they acknowledge Like, they do. Okay, do you everybody need- here is a father. If you have a father, if you give him a call, can you call him? Can you ask him for advice? Can you chat with him? Yes. Can do you, you people have access to your parents in that way? Yes. Okay, if you tried to reconnect with them in that way, and they would just deny that, how, would you, how do you think you'd feel? Would you sit in a room surrounded by people laughing at you, talking about it? They're not laughing at you. I won't let that happen. I'm, I don't feel like you're laughing at me. Right. I I'm just saying. That happen. I'm saying. Well, listen, Christine wanted to give you some good advice. Oh, let me ask first before I go to Christine. Um, did you forgive your father? Yes, I actually, I actually uh, sent him some messages the other day. You, did you go to your father and forgive him? He's in Georgia. And did you go to your father and forgive him? 
I've, I've called my father. Um, I haven't personally gone there and looked at him in the eye and wouldn't know how to. I don't even know his address. And so how were you able to contact him by email? Cell phone. By cell phone, if you don't know him, know where he is and stuff. His address. Why don't you get That's his address from him? I'm sorry? Why don't you ask him, what is your address? I'm coming down. I mean, I could, I could do that. I could, I could locate my father, but I'm just saying I'm over here in California right now. I haven't gone to my father in the last two weeks and, and looked oh, at him. Oh, you just found us in two weeks ago? It's been two weeks since you've been hearing this? Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Yes, I've, I've heard you. I literally heard you less than maybe two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Um, what did your father do to you that caused you to be angry at him? He just rejects any sense of conversation or a relationship in any way. Like what type of conversation? If I, well, just if anything, really. I could tell him about anything, and I would never really get any questions out of him. Uh, no really s any support. If I ever got an achievement of my own and I brought that to him, say, so what? You're a failure. That's great. But it kind of sucks at the same time. Uh, it kind of sucks not to have a father that's there and supportive. Like, I don't want to be that kind of dad. Okay. And you're 30 years old. I'm 30 years old and I have tears in my eyes right now like a beta. Yeah, that's what I understand, man. Uh, Christine going to tell you how to get over that. You don't quite understand what you need to be doing. That's what the problem is. I totally agree with you. Yeah. That's why I'm here. Yeah. Tell them, Christine. Yeah, that's Christine. Meet Christine. Oh my goodness. Oh, I'm having a rough week. I honestly wouldn't wouldn't ask me anything like that. Oh. Um, and I'm, I'm I'm working on my relationship with my mom. Yeah. And then with my dad, I'm glad that I have access to them. Um, it's just. It's not what I would like it to be, so I figured I'd, you know, revisit that. For right now, I'm I'm working on like finding a new job. So once I find my new job, I'll I'll have the uh, the energy and more of the, uh, you know, I'm I'm lacking the wherewithal right now to even begin to want to address the issues that I have with my parents. But I I do think it would be important for me. I, I would like to, you know, I saw Kelly yesterday um, when we all went shooting. Oh, you were shooting? Yeah. Yeah. Did they know you were having an issue that day? Oh, I think everyone, uh, yeah, <laughs> everyone who speaks to me a little bit, or, or at least that I've, Did you I've know worked that with more? here. <laughs> and so you say you're having a rough week. What's the rough week? What's a rough week? Oh, I, I, I hate my job. You I shouldn't job? hate, but I do. And why do you hate your job? Well, I've never worked with uh, such a psychotic boss before. I guess I'm, I'm lucky. I mean, like, I'm 30 myself. So, I mean, I've, I've gotten to this point of my life where it's like I finally worked with somebody where it's like I've had enough. And I do believe that this is going to be the job where I just pull the back end of my pants down and tell them to kiss my ass and just walk out. So, so it, it, with that, I was, when, you, I, when I saw Kelly. And you went shooting yesterday, right? Yeah. I know that. That was the time to, like, get it all out. But um, I, I don't know. I probably would have if I would have, um, you know, shot the uh, 45 or the 12 gauge shotgun. I would probably be feeling a little better. But uh, amazing. I'm working. Th I'm I'm working through it, and I, I have the um. You know, I'm giving myself a, an A for effort, and, and I think yes. you know, yes. like you can see that. You know, I, I've worked on certain things. Absolutely. Just, but right now, I, I can't even. You know. Why do you want a relationship with your mother and father? No, I just I want the ability to be able to 
say what I, I need to say and, you know, and then move on. And who has taken away your ability to do that? I'm taking it away from myself because I want a certain response from them. And what I, type of response do you want from them? I guess my mom to stop denying certain things that she said or done in the past. I think that's that's the worst when you know that somebody's lying to not only you, but they're lying to themselves. Why is that important to you? If I'm making the effort to become a more honest person and, uh, you know, drop the baggage, I feel like, well, because I'm, I'm living with my mom still. So if I'm living with her, it's kind of like, you know, her weight is my weight. And vice versa. But why is that? Well, because I have to see your face every day. And if I didn't, it would be easy just to kind of say what I want to say and then drop the mic and, and then be on my way. Why don't you do that? Uh, I mean, even I living go? with her, you can drop the mic. <laughs> I, I have in the past and it felt really wonderful. I didn't see her for almost a month and I, I really felt like I was, you know, becoming a better person through that. Because I know that she heard me the first time and that not being around her, you know, she I could reflect to, on that. Because of time, uh, uh, Joel sure. just raised his hand, so he wanted to tell both of you what to do. And then we're going to take, I know, uh, I, I a few more things. I appreciate your input. Let, let's hear it. Joel, go ahead. Joel! Well, well for one, one thing, just my opinion, it seems like they still identify with, with their parents. And they're wanting something from their parents that their parents don't have. Like, they don't have that love or whatever that, yeah. you're, that they're, you're desiring. <clears throat> and I understand it because at first I was thinking like when I turned 18, I thought I started to be the parent to my mom. I'm like, why aren't you? And it, I used to resent that. But I see now is that they just don't have it. And I don't identify with it because I know that it's just not there. But I see what they're saying. It's nice to have parents who are, what do you say, um, Supportive in a sense that they're, they are what they should be, but parents 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 don't have that, and you, you're not going to get it from them. So you might as well forgive them and find it within yourself to love yourself because you're looking for something that they don't have to give, and they may not ever have it. And you can't change them or impose anything on them to make them have it. They just don't have it. It's not in them. Right. I I totally agree. Why do you agree? What do you agree about? That they don't have they don't have the capacity to kind of love me and, and, and at the time like these are things that I had no idea really affected me yeah. for such a long time literally within the last maybe three years of my life this opened this started opening up with my eyes so uh, there's also an anger that comes along with that which is like oh sorry which is my voice is like a microphone anyways yeah. Go Which ahead. is like, I think it's, it really comes down to the anger and the resentment left from that because it's, it cripples you. It cripples yeah. you from your future and your destiny and what yeah. you're actually designed to be. And I, can, I think about all the things that I've missed out on, and I guess that's what – and I'm thinking about some of the things I might be missing out on now. And I'm like, wow, all this is a result of a, a connection or this, this thing that I'm attached to. And I've allowed to just continue sit and cultivate. Yeah. I don't know how to cut that. Well, it's we're going like to tell inside, you today how. Sure it's how to so easy. We're going to tell you how. Okay. Uh, are you married? No. You live by yourself? Yes. You live by yourself? Yes. Not with your mother? 
No, my uh, parents live in Georgia. Oh, both of them, they're still yes, together. they're separated. They've been separated as long as I can remember. Oh, okay. But you're from Georgia? Uh, from El Paso, Texas, born uh, born in El Paso, Texas, raised in Georgia. It's about six years old. Amazing, man. What part of Georgia? Woodstock, Marietta, right outside the city of Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Yes, ma'am. Did you have your hair? Is it about this? Yes. Okay. Oh, then I'll come back to you, man. I forgot. No worries. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes. I think, um, in a way, we all grow up, like, thinking from even our surroundings, always, since we're little kids, comparing our families to other families and wanting what they have in a way of, like, how your parents should be towards you. You're like, well, uh, you know, this. Uh, my friend's parents are this way yeah. and my parents are not that way. And since we're little kids, it's almost like, you know, television shows and, and everything else that surrounds us is always straining us of, like, this so-called perfect family. So what do you think about these two well, that need the love that's of That's where I'm getting at. Okay. Um, I actually just had this conversation with my little sister because she, she's still having so much anger towards my mom yeah. over, you know, her having a boyfriend now and not paying attention. And I said, How you know. How old is she, your sister? She's 25. But, oh, when you said little sister, I'm thinking of a little girl. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not a grown um, woman. But, um, you know, uh. and, it's, and it's like, and I'm like, you just have to let it go. Like, you know, drop all that anger. It, it comes to realizing that you're not going to be happy with yourself if you continue constantly to to expect from from people, even your parents, things that perhaps it, it, it's not in them. And you just have to learn to... In a way, yeah. it's, it's just to learn to be happy with yourself and let it go and let that not be in you because it just makes you angry. It makes you resent people. Yeah, and it makes you not, miserable. You just can't You're let unhappy. it go, though, just because you want to let it. It's not that easy. But what I do want to just add is that uh, what both of you are uh, wanting is the love of a father. But Satan is telling you that you want to you need approval from your mother or you need a better job or you need your father to approve you and all that, right? That's not what it is. Every soul yearns for the father. So your soul is wanting to go back to the father and be fulfilled, be made whole again. And once you get that, it will, it will be as though nothing is missing in your life at all. And then Satan can tell you that you need to love your parents or your parents need to approve you. Uh, don't you want to hang out with your parents? Satan is lying to you. You need to forgive your fathers. And then, uh, and your mothers, especially the fathers. And so once you forgive him, you're going to return to him back to God and everything is completed. You will be made whole again. And until you do that, nothing is going to satisfy you. Nothing. Even if your mother agreed with you night and day, if you don't forgive her, it still will be something missing. And that is the love of a father. You've got to forgive your fathers. Because it's impossible to love God and be angry at your fathers. So you've got to go to Georgia and forgive your father. He did the best that he could do. He couldn't handle your mother. He was married to his mother. Yeah. So if he could have done better for you, he would have. And if you identify with your mother at all, the reason he doesn't want to deal with you because it's like dealing with your mother. That makes sense? I, I totally understand that. Yeah. Yes. And so instead of acting like that with him, 
talk to him, ask him what happened. You know, now that you get into some understanding, because it was impossible for him to handle her. Men who marry their mothers can't handle the woman. They become little boys, and, and the mother and the woman become the mother. So you need to forgive your father and your mother, and you need to deal with your mother too. Don't tiptoe around it. Both of you just say, "Hey, I've been angry at you because you were screwed up. You screwed my life up, and I realize now that you couldn't help yourself because I couldn't help myself." And once you do that, God will forgive you. You will be made whole just like that. Everything will change just like that. But you got to forgive you. You don't need their, their approval at all. They don't need to admit that they're wrong or right. You just need to forgive them. They cannot help themselves. Every soul yearns for the Father. That's what's missing. What do you think about that? I agree with you. Yeah, so go and forgive your Father. Save your little paycheck up, ask your boss for some more money, go to Georgia and forgive your parents. And don't feel sorry for them, don't tiptoe around it, they cannot help themselves. That same spirit that's driving you is driving them, and you got it from them by becoming angry at them, especially the mother. Do you disagree? What do you think about that, Christine? I'll drink on it. I don't smoke, so I'll drink on it. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I totally agree. And actually, um, maybe like seven years ago, I told my dad that he married his mother, yeah. and he didn't want to see the correlation. But, I mean, you know, when you're right, Jesse. Yeah. yeah. So you don't need your mother to say to you to change at all. That's her life. If you want to live a life in hell, let her have it. You need to forgive her so God can forgive you, and you'll be free. Even living there at the house with her. Because at that point, you start speaking up. You won't worry about what she, how she feels about it because you're giving her love all the time by being honest and not going along with it. But you've got to forgive your mother, Chrissy. It's not up to her to admit that she's wrong. It's up to you to forgive her, and God will forgive you. And likewise with your father, man, you've got to forgive your father and your mother. Will you work on that? I have been working on it. But, I mean, go and do it. Well, go to go to Georgia and- all the way down to Georgia Georgia on my mind you got to face it so you can get your courage back that I don't have any I don't there's no there's no no issue at all um well find time to go down there and deal with it it's not that far away I'm sorry oh no yeah yeah well, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm actually thinking, I'm like, okay, so I go to Georgia, I, I show up to my dad's house or whatever. That you got to understand, this man intentionally rejects any type of, the, of these type of conversations. Like he just won't have it. Well, don't have it with him. Just say, I came down to tell you, I'm sorry for holding things against you. I was wrong. I just want to apologize. God, that's don't an ask for expensive trip. Just so what? It's like a thousand dollars just to say I'm sorry. Yes, it's worth a lifetime. A thousand dollars. You spent a thousand dollars. You smoke pot. Do I smoke pot? Uh huh. Why do you ask? Uh, oh. <laughs> you spent a thousand dollars on pot, man. Isn't that right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, your soul is worth more than pot. I'm telling you, it changed your life. And then, as, as uh, Joel said, you would become the parent to them because they never had real love from their parents. 
They never had it from anyone, not from their children, not from their parents, no one. You never loved your father or your mother because you haven't forgiven them and, and shown them real love. I became a father to my father, my earthly father, and he married another woman, and he hated that woman. <laughs> and when I would go to Indiana to visit, and I'm, you know, like I walk into the house, hey, how y'all doing? Oh, we're fine. And my dad's like, she's lying. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. Uh, what do you mean she's lying? She's mean and nasty. And then she, she'll say that right there at the time we're being friendly. And then she would open up, and I had to end up counseling with them. I became a father to them. And it was God's love working through them. So you need to do that with your parents as well. Once you forgive, it will happen. So put down the pot and go to Georgia. All right? I don't really smoke pot like that, but okay. You don't smoke it like what? $1,000 worth of weed? <laughs> Is over, that annually? Is that monthly? Like how yeah, much? Over time, you spent a thousand dollars. How much oh, have you spent over this my year life? already? Oh man, I don't need over my life. No, this year only, from January to now. Oh, free. What's March right now? Like what? <laughs> maybe two, maybe a couple hundred bucks. I honestly. rest my case. Sure. Yeah. yeah, go to Georgia, man. Forgive your parents and do the silent prayer too. I'm telling you, your whole life would change. Have you seen my silent prayer? on... On, on YouTube? I've, I've, heard that, I've heard that before, but I haven't actually watched the video. Yeah, watch it and do it. Both of you. It, it's going to all change. God will give you perfect peace without your parents apologizing or anything. Admitting you don't need them. He will forgive you as you forgive. And don't ask your parents for forgiveness. You forgive them. They cannot help it. All right? I can't hear you. Okay. Yeah. All right, Christy? Absolutely. All right. Let me take this young man. He had the mic waiting on me, and I forgot. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you, Jesse. It's a question having to do with uh, fear. Yeah. Uh, have you heard the uh, the phrase uh, "fear is a devil's cocaine"? It's it's uh, what the Man, I believe uh, it. It's what the uh, devil uses to not allow us to do what we need to do, to yeah. speak up when we need to speak up, to act when we need to act. It's his favorite thing to use on humanity to prevent us from doing what is right. Do you still have fear? I try my best not to, but oftentimes I feel that I still do. And how do you try not to have fear? To speak up. There are certain moments uh, in conversations with people when they say things that I know to be wrong. And instead of speaking up and saying, no, actually, it's like this. I stay quiet because I don't want confrontation. I'm trying not to cause a commotion. Uh, uh, people, you got to face it, man. Yeah. Have you forgiven your parents? Uh, not uh, yet. I have not. You have not. Why not? Uh, fear. Fear. Fear for what reply they're going to give me. Uh, we are very close, and I love them very much. No, but... you don't. You're not close, and you don't love them. <laughs> oh. Because if you love them, you would not be afraid of them. And if you love them, you would be honest with them. That, that, that's true. I feel that to be correct. Yeah. Oh. You need to go. I recommend, do what you want. You go and forgive your mother first, and then go forgive your father. Oh, would you ever come uh, for it? It doesn't matter. But I would want to do it together. They uh, live together? My, yeah, they live together. Yeah, we could do it together. Yeah. But uh, don't tiptoe. Don't say, oh, I love you. 
we were very close. Oh. But, and uh, you did me wrong. Don't do all that. All right. My mom comes back on the 24th from yeah. Argentina. So at that time, Don't I'll be able to Don't cry for talk me, Argentina. <laughs> I do my best. Uh, thank you, Jesse. <laughs> listen, listen. You gotta forgive, and then when you run into situations where you need to speak up, you wouldn't give it a second thought. You would just speak up, because it would be with love, and it would be honest. And if they don't like it, it would be fine. You would not have no fear at all. I used to have fear. I have no fear for the last thirty years because he took the anger away. There's nothing you can do about it. You can't try not to have fear. It's a spirit that made a home in you. And so the way to overcome, you must forgive your parents, uh, especially your mother. That's gotten a lot easier since uh, listening to you yeah. every morning. So. And every man that has fear is a woman. A woman, I'm telling you. It's the nature of a woman. That's where you get it from. That's why you got to forgive your mother so you can become to a, be a man again. The way you were while growing up, before that happened. And they can't help it, really. They literally can't help themselves. That's why you have to love them in the right way. I got to move a little faster because of time here. Did you have your hand in the back? Yes. I just want to say something really quickly. Yes. Um, some parents are just rotten. Right. And you you can't go to them with any expectations that they're going to say something or they're going to apologize That's or they're right. going to start crying and, oh, I'm so sorry I did that to you. It's not necessarily going to happen and I think that, that you have to go into it with no expectations. Exactly. And you don't need expectation because God said when you forgive, if you forgive others, I will forgive you. So you don't need anything from them. They don't have to apologize. They don't have to admit. They don't have to do anything. And once you forgive them, you will become free. All anger will disappear. Okay. And you will love even your enemy. You will love all people. Okay. That makes sense? Uh, he has, he needed my right there. And then Mark. I, think it. I just wanted to clarify. I, it's not, I don't really want like a relationship with them or something right. like that. I, it just seems, that seems like a pretty normal order of things. Um, I would like that, especially if I ever had a family of my own. It'd be nice to say, hey, these are the grandparents, you know, and the kids could have. But I, it's really more about I want to be able to be the full me I'm supposed to be. When and you forgive. can't have that with, with the, the emotion that's been lingering and left behind because of this stuff. That's, well, that's well, what I'm All that I'm will at. disappear when you forgive. No more emotions, no more nothing. Okay. All right? All right. And then I would be careful to leave my kids around them unless they... Because if they screw you up, they're going to screw your kids up. I understand. I think about that, too. And my sister just had, she's about to have her second child. And right now, the, yeah, like she's around my mother. The, the kids are around my mother all day long because uh, they work. Amazing. And, yeah, it's kind of a mess. And I see I see this. Like, I can yeah. see it. I'm very aware of it. I just, I can't do or be the person anybody needs me to be in my family if I'm still, like, kind of crutched by right. this. I have to I have to overcome this. And you that's, do. That's why I came. For your own sake, you need to overcome it. Right. For your own peace. Exactly. Okay. Right on. Yes, Mark. Oh, and then, yes, ma'am. Oh, I'm glad you all participated. But I got to get to this biblical question. And then I got something I got to tell y'all. It's so good. All right. And then I got to end on time, otherwise I'll be judged <laughs> by my staff. 
Yes, Mark. I think you're 100% right that uh, they need to forgive their parents, and that's what they need to do, but we're missing a step. What's that? They're not seeing the fact that to judge them is wrong, and they hate them. They don't see that parents are not rotten. If you could, you know, ghost of Christmas passed on them and go see why they are the way they are, you would immediately, instantaneously have compassion. Yes. And you would see why they do those things that we see and we say it's evil, they're bad, they, they did this to me. They did. You will see why they did that. People don't wake up in the morning and say, I want to be evil to my children. Right. Then they're like, let's make a baby, honey, so we can screw it up. <laughs> they didn't do that. The only reason that I knew, the only way I knew that I resented my parents, God allowed me to see it because I couldn't understand what was wrong with me. And I had this fear, doubt, worry, insecurity, all that stuff. I was going to church, reading the Bible, doing all the things the preacher said I do. Nothing was working. So I finally asked, let me see myself. And he allowed me to see. I resented my parents. And that was holding me back in life from peace. And I forgave them. It was the hardest thing to ever do, especially with my mother. Not my father, but my mother. But once I did, I've not been the same since. And it's become my soul reconnected with the father. And that's what is missing, honestly. And you, will be, I'm telling you, everything will change. All right? And, and you'll put this pot down eventually. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. And I, I, <laughs> what's my sleep aid? That's, that's, I, I smoke the most right before I go to sleep, and that's pretty much it. That's I, a horrible I, way to go to sleep. Yeah, and, and you know what? It's been something I've been doing for like a little over a decade now. So I'm, I would like to know what it's like to not want to use uh, to smoke weed, just yeah. the, the crash. But That's right. I, I don't know. Like, you would I can know. Feel. Once you drop the pot, I mean, once you drop the anger, the pot eventually fade away, and you would naturally go to bed, and it will be sweet. I'm, I'm looking for and that nothing result. nothing no better than that, man. I'd still like to roll up occasionally, though, maybe. <laughs> Work in progress. Eventually, you'll lose the appetite because you won't need it. You'll have perfect peace, so nothing is missing, no conflict, nothing is missing, no fear, no doubt, no worry, nothing. So you wouldn't need anything because you wouldn't have nothing, nothing wrong going on on the inside. So it'll fall away. Until then, smoke your pot. It's okay. But go and forgive, all right? Okay. Yeah. This young lady, then I got to deal with this. And I know, <laughs> I know, I'm Russian. Yes. Well, what if you do have a situation where you have a father that wakes up in the morning and says, let's see how I can screw with uh, Kelly, um, and is volatile, and has terrorized the house forever. I'm terrified of going by myself. You live with your father now? No, no. But it's like this young lady said here, you still need to forgive. I do want to. But, but why haven't you? I'm scared to go by myself. Oh, to his house? Yeah. Oh, uh, take someone with you. Okay, take someone with me? Yes. Okay. Do from you here or? I'm sorry? From here or? Where does he live? He lives in um, Brentwood. Oh. And what do you think would happen if you went there to forgive him? Well, things have gotten physical in the past. How long and ago? This, this was uh, way when I was about... Fifteen. Oh. And, Have and you ever gone to heaven and said, hey, I just came to tell you I'm sorry for being angry at you. I realize no, I now, as Mark would say, I realize now you can help yourself. Have you done that? No, I haven't. Try that way. Okay. Don't go accusing him. All right. Go and forgive him. He could not help himself. Okay. 
Really, don't argue with him. Don't name call. Just go to forgive him. Right. That's why it's important that you know yourself so you can see what's driving you, and that'll help you with him. Don't go, don't go accusing. Go and forgive. Satan is the accuser. God is the forgiver. All right, so go and forgive. Don't argue with it. If he get mad, act out. Just say, I just want to tell you I'm sorry for, I realize now what's happening. I'm sorry for holding it against you. And go right. your way. All right, I'll do it. Okay. This young man here with the tie, is this your first time here? Yes. Oh, how did you find out about, how did you hear about him? My friend, Athena. Oh, thank you, Athena. 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 Any, any questions about anything, any disagreement or anything? No, I'm just taking it all in. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Have you forgiven your mother? Yes, I have. You went to her? Yes, I did. And forgave her? Yeah. How did that go? Uh, really well. It was a while ago. But, um, you know, uh, what what helped me was that somebody uh, said to me once, um, unrelated to parents, they said, can you live with that? Mm-hmm. And I was on stage at the time. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I, I went home that night, and I said, no, I couldn't. So then I started patching it up from that time. And then, you know, the, one of the uh, commandments is to honor their father and their mother. So. And how do you honor them? That's a good question. I think by doing things for them. No. Yeah. That's welfare. Not, not my case, but, yeah. The way you when honor they, when them. You, when you can help your parents, that's a blessing, no? No. Okay. The blessing is <laughs> the blessing is not to resent them, don't have any anger. Then you help mm-hmm. them accordingly, as you see, mm-hmm. but not because you can feed them and give them money and take care of them and live with them. But as long as you have that anger, you don't love them. You're not honoring them. Right. Then, and then you're you doing it out of guilt. Mm-hmm. I, fine. That makes sense? Do you disagree with that? No, I don't. I just think you misunderstood me. Oh, what did I misunderstand? I didn't give them money. I, you know. Well, I know you didn't, but I'm just saying, oh, I see. people who are doing that kind of stuff. I see. Yeah. Any questions? No, I'm good. Yeah. All right, I'm glad you're here, man. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah. Yes, sir. Come back anytime. Thank you. Yeah. So let me deal with this. Yes, ma'am. It's a question, you say? Yes, it's a question. Okay. So what if um, the forgiveness that you need to give isn't so much like that the parent did something wrong, but that I did something wrong to my father? Like when I was young, I um, like did a betrayal or something like that. And so I live with that. And I don't know. It's not like he did something wrong to me. It's right. like I did something wrong to him. So where? how do you practice forgiveness? Apologize. Forgiveness? Daddy, I'm sorry I was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. I'd be done with it. Okay. Apologize to him. Okay. Admit that you were wrong about that and just apologize. And if he say, okay, daughter, that's fine, that's good. If not, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Because the whole thing, as someone mentioned, you got to admit you are wrong. And once you admit you're wrong, everything else is easy. Okay. okay. That's why you get to know yourself first so you can see you're wrong and how you're going to judge anybody and you're wrong. That makes sense? Yes. Okay. Thank you. So let me deal with the biblical question. The biblical question, wasn't the one, what are the steps to finding Jesus? Yeah, to believe in Jesus. Okay, you say you had a question about that? Yeah, so did you answer it all the way? Because I feel like we got the first step, and is it just one step? The first step was to uh, have a conviction of your error, to see that you're wrong, admit that you're wrong. Yes. And, like, 
in biblical terms, to like repent right. of your sin. Yeah. And then turn toward the right way. And so now you're under the influence of a whole new spirit. Yes. And then that starts like a work of renewing you, like a new life. Yes. Right? Very interesting. How many of you believe in Jesus? Ooh, nice. Um, so we're out of time, huh? I'm going to respond to that. We're going to, I'm going to do it. I'm, I really am. What are the steps to believing in Jesus real fast? You say you believe in Jesus. I right? didn't get to ask my, my question, though. Oh, you have another question? No. Oh, so, about that. Yeah, about oh, okay, that. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so the question is, um, shoot, I guess it's too long. No, but, don't worry about it. Go ahead. Oh, ask right, me the question. Right. So are we all, maybe not all, not all, not all, but most, not but all, like not all, not all. all of us, pretty much, the world, are we born into the fallen state at this point? Yes. So everybody comes in like that. And so then at some point along the way, we get a chance to change the direction of our life. Yes. As adults, you get a chance to change. And get redeemed out of the fallen world. Yes. And then you won't do that to your kids when when you have kids. So we got to be like grown up into it and then see the problem with it. And then we can fork off onto a different way. Do you know what it means to be born into sin? Or in the um, fallen state, which is the same thing. I, um, I don't know. Uh, what I think that it means is that, like, we are under the influence of that spirit that's ruling the world, which is Satan, really. This is his world at this point. It's, like, turned over to him. So when we come in, we get, we inherit that spirit, and it gets passed on to us by influences, mainly our parents who are under that influence, and they pass it on to us. And then Yeah, what it means to be born in sin, you're born into crazy parents. Yeah, they're out of control and they pass that on to you by making you resent them and the moment you resent them you become like them You fall, because kids are innocent they're born knowing God already they're guided by him yeah. they're everything that's why they can be honest that's why they, they don't hold on to anything you say I'm sorry oh no problem you know? so are some and people so, born without crazy parents with like I'm sure somebody I just never heard of them okay yeah me <laughs> neither maybe somebody somewhere I guess but but we are born into crazy parents, and that's yeah. how you fall into the yeah. sin thing. And the sin is the anger. Anger is judgment. It's pride. It's the nature of Satan. Because just as they are judging, you know, they, you judge them for being me, you become like them, and then you start doing it to yourself and other people. And then as an adult, you have a responsibility to overcome that by forgiving. And then start a new generation. Okay, so now we're at the point where I want to ask you the question that is that I brought with me today for you. And forgive me because it's kind of a tricky one. I'm, I want to know when do you think that Donald Trump began believing in Jesus? Or did, what, did he not have crazy parents? You have to ask Trump. I have no idea when he started. So then you think that he is a Christian and does believe? Yes. And do you... When when would you guess around what time did he change from being Never worldly? guess. If you don't know, always say, I don't know. Don't make up stuff because Satan will give you lies. So why do you believe that he is a Christian? Be- because of his actions like since what, being president. Since being president. Yeah, that's when I became familiar with him. I heard yeah. of Donald Trump before, but I never watched the show. I never paid any attention to him. But I watched his action since being president. And it clearly implied, implies that he 
is a Christian or believe in God. How do you know he's not just acting like one? Well, that's all I have to go by. I can't judge him any other way. It's out of action, not anything else. Hmm. That's interesting. It's real interesting. Okay. All right. Good question, man. Uh, right. Yes, Mark. And then way in the back with the white shirt. And what do you mean by action exactly? He he doesn't judge. He speak up. He deal with evil, whether it's coming from a man or a woman, or black or white, Indian, uh, Mexican. He doesn't care because he loves what's right. And so he just deal with it with patience, with force, because inside of all of us is great force. And it comes from God, but it's perfect love, and it works. And so far, they have not been able to defeat him. And they have been trying, like, now they're going north to defeat him. And every, the average, if Obama, uh, Bill Clinton, George Bush, Ronald Reagan, or any of those guys was in the White House right now, Hillary Clinton, they'd be wiped out a long time ago. They've been wiped out long with the media coming after you like that. The Democratic Party, the Rhino Republicans, the Never Trumpers, the, the black race hustlers. They've been wiped out forever. They can't stop this guy so far because he has love. I'm telling you, perfect love defeat evil. I don't care who it's coming from. It defeats it. It really does. And that's why God was trying to draw all of us back into him because he loves us. And he doesn't want evil to defeat us. But if you have one iota of anger, Satan is your daddy, you will be defeated. You really will. One little iota of anger cannot get, will not allow you back into the kingdom of heaven. You must forgive because it's the nature of Satan. That's his nature. Don't let anyone tell you that you need anger. Anger is power. You're defending yourself. It's all lies. Those are his lies as well. One iota of anger is the nature of Satan. That's why he said, before you enter to the kingdom, you must forgive. All right. Yes, sir. Good question, man. I'm glad you got a chance to ask that. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, I just think it doesn't matter if Trump is a Christian, as long as he's doing things that support your values, your Christian values. If he's trying to make abortion less accessible, if he's destroying the enemies of Christians like fighting ISIS, if he's standing for what's right, that's what matters. All this preoccupation about what's in his mind and how he gets to God is completely irrelevant because a lot of people, they get to God, they believe in Jesus, and then they go vote completely contrary to yeah. Christian, Judeo-Christian values. Point. I never think about, since you said that, I never think about if Trump a Christian or not. I don't think that I'm looking at the way he's functioning and how he deals with evil and the fact that he's not tripping out. You know what I'm saying? It's, and, and, you know, I didn't think about whether Jesus was a Christian or even a Jew. I just saw how he deal with stuff, you know, just deal with it. And that's what's going to happen to you once you wake up. Because inside of you is neither male or female, is neither Jew or Gentile. It's a spirit. I'm telling you, it is perfect love. It's perfect love. It has nothing to do with what we think it is. The world is teaching us all this to keep you angry. All right? Last one from you, buddy. Okay. <laughs> I know you have something waiting. I asked last week, and he told me to ask this week. 
Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, what was that? Well, it was sort of pertaining to the biblical question. That's why you didn't answer. But um, it was about uh, John 14, verse 6, where it says that Jesus said that I am the way, the truth, and the life. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. What and was your question about that? So the question was like, okay, in that statement, is Jesus saying that he is the way to God and that God is the destination? Or is Jesus saying that, G- that he is the way? the truth, and the life. Meaning that... Because he's talking about salvation, I'm well, he pretty said, sure. said, no man get to the Father until they go through me, right? Right. And so what he's saying is that when you believe him that you should forgive, uh-huh. you, you're wrong for being angry, right? When yes. When you can see that you're wrong. He said, you know what? You're wrong for being angry. You must forgive. Mm-hmm. And when you believe that, his words about that, it's through those words that cause you to get back to the Father. So all because of Because what's going to happen once you forgive him, I mean forgive, mm-hmm. then uh, the Father will draw you back in. But it was Jesus just brought the message to you. It's not me. It's the Father in me. Right. So you believe the words that I'm giving you, you're really believing my Father. So Jesus isn't saying that, that, that he is the it's way. God. He, he is saying that he is the way to God. Through him yes. is the destination, which is God. Yes, absolutely. And he is not saying that he's, he is the way he's end not saying, goal himself. Right. Yeah. He's not saying, you know what? I'm the man. Right. Yeah. I'm Jesus. You believe in me? That's all you need. He's saying I'm the way, the truth, and the Back life. to the Father. And no one gets to the kingdom except through me. Right. Right? Right. So you just you have to go through Jesus to get to God is what he's saying. You have to go through the Son to get to the Father. Yes, you have to, you have to believe what he said, yeah. meaning that you need to repent. You need to forgive. So he's not saying that you need to, like, worship him at all. You don't need to pray to Jesus. No, don't you, do that. Yeah, you need to pray you to be God. Thankful. You're yeah. grateful to him by the fact that he sacrificed so much to get you this information mm-hmm. about forgiveness. And return it back to the Father. The way has been made clear. You can go back. You have, you have a great appreciation for that. But he's your brother. He's not your daddy. Mm-hmm. You understand that? Yeah. Once you return to the Father, then Jesus become your brother. Mm-hmm. And God become your father. And that's why he said, greater work shall you do than even what I've done. Right. Because the same Father that's in him is in you. He said, don't worship me. It's not me, but it's the Father in me. Mm-hmm. He's not saying that he is God, but he is believing him allows you to go back to the Father. Yeah, the destination is not Jesus. The destination is God, the Father. Right. You right. want to return. Like I told them, they're yearning for the Father. Mm-hmm. So the destination is back to the Father. That's what's missing. Yeah. The soul want life. The soul want perfect love, and only the Father can give perfect love. Cool. Is missing that. Did that, that make sense? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Amazing. So let me tell you guys this. Everybody, ladies. Um, uh, I was having a talk with Joel about this last, uh, yesterday. But what I realized is that, you remember in the Bible, it talks about some guy was sitting by the gate waiting for Jesus, waiting for him to come. I think he had, he had some type of disease or something. By was he blind? I don't know. I never sat by a beautiful one. But I think he's a blind man. Yeah. Y'all remember that story though? 
How did, you remember Mary? What was the story? He, because he believed that it, when Jesus came, he could be healed or something. I, I don't remember the whole story. Yeah, something would happen that was good. So long story short, that's how we should live. We should not be thinking about anything but this present moment. And if you're at work, you should just be focused on your work. Not think about what's going to happen after work, before work. And all this other stuff that has already happened. If you're driving down the road, you should be aware of the moment while you're driving. All right? And when you get there, whatever needs to happen will take care of itself. It will be. But if you get into your head about it, you're not waiting at the gate to see what's going to happen. All right? You have to wait at the gate. And the way you wait at the gate is to be aware at all times. Not in your head at all about anything. Just driving along, being aware. And wherever you're going, whether it's to a meeting or whatever, to have lunch, whatever's going to happen, going to happen there. And then you'll be able to live that through, too. It'll unfold by itself. And when that's gone, the next thing. And so the man, it, uh, that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to be absolutely conscious of him so we can always wait and see. Never try to make things happen ourselves. But just be aware. And it's so powerful when, we, when you live that way. Because you're not thinking about yesterday. You're not thinking about hating anyone. You're not even thinking about loving anyone. You just don't have it. You're just free, right? And you're living in the present and you're enjoying that present moment. And one moment leads to another. One moment, And you'll see that things just unfold for you. You don't need to put any effort into anything. You've been lied to about that. You just need to come back to the Father and be like the guy at the gate. Be aware. So when the Father comes through the gate, you can be healed. Meaning that whatever it is you're doing will work out. Whether it's having a good meal or whatever. Always be aware. And that's what that meant about the guy waiting at the gate. Some people think, oh, it meant he came and he was healed. He may have been, but he was also aware. He waited for the Father. He looked for the father he wasn't distracted and all that kind of thing by Satan all right so practice being aware and the last thing is yes I said last thing the last thing is uh, <laughs> what I forgot <laughs> oh I know listen Satan has a way of cre- creeping in sometimes you know how you first wake up you think wow I got it this is it. This is so amazing. I got it. And you run and tell everybody, right? And then as you mature in it, all of a sudden the excitement is gone. And now Satan is creeping in when you're not paying attention, making you feel hopeless or like things are just not right. Or he tell you that you have not made it. You don't have what you think you have. And then sometimes people give up. They believe that lie and they just give up and go back into whatever they're doing, right? Don't do that. Whatever he tells you, if you find yourself into it, you're feeling that way, relax. It's not true. You just believed into a thought. That's all it is. Let it pass. You're not alone. You're not lonely. You're not defeated. You did wake up. It is working. So just know you believed into a lie. But don't give up on yourself. Some people give up. Do not give up. Stay with the prayer. I do the prayer night and day, and during the day I'm aware. 
I practice being aware uh, because I know how busy he is, and it's amazing when you are aware. You're going to grow into that. You have no fear. You have perfect love, and life is amazing. It just unfolds by itself. So when you feel a little down, that doesn't mean it's, you're out. It doesn't mean it's over. You just allow the thought to happen. That makes sense? So many people, not so many, but people are giving up because they thought, well, I thought I had let the anger go. You have. The only thing is you believed into a thought later. For those who have gone and forgiven. It's just you believe something else you were not aware enough to see it was a thought. This doesn't mean anything changed. All right? And let that pass and you'll be fine. Stay with the prayer. Speak up, but don't resent. All right? That makes sense? And you got to live right. You got to do that, folks. I'm sorry. You got to let the second go if you're not married. You got to stop living together if you're not married. And don't let him give you any excuse about it. Meaning Satan. Oh, we've been together so long. Oh, we got all these bills together. All those are lies. Because when you become right, have faith, those things will be worked out. They will truly be worked out. But you got to be it because the world is looking at you. And we're the light of the earth and the salt of the, I mean, we're the light of the world, salt of the earth. And people are watching. Believe me, they're watching. And they're very judgmental. And they want to see it. And you can be the light. But you got to, you can't be living together, having sex out of wedlock, doing all that stuff, thinking that you're somebody light. You're not. All right? Just be aware. Keep it light, but be aware. That makes sense? Yeah. Is this your first time here? You. Oh, it is? How did you find out about it? Have I met you? Yeah, we met before. I'm sorry? Where did yes, I meet we met you? before. Uh, we came here. For oh, oh, you were with her, huh? Yes. Yeah, you look familiar. I'm thinking, you look so familiar. Maybe I'm going to come again because I have some questions on the fear factor. That oh, okay. Yeah, come next Sunday. We'll deal with it. If you, whatever you can. I'm glad you're here, buddy. Thank you. So just relax, folks. And, oh, last thing. Be you. Be you. Don't be like John. Don't be like Sue. Don't be like Carrie. Don't be like anybody. There is nothing like being you. Be you. Your personality, your everything. There's nothing like being you. And we are not all alike. So be you. I love being me. There's nothing greater than being you. All right? So don't fake it. Be real. Thank you all for tuning in. And thank you all for coming. I absolutely appreciate it. Yeah. So.